Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us, everybody. This is the Stretch Four. We are the Bulls Outcasts. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John. Follow us on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck at Ball Sports and at and at JSabot two one four. Thank As you for always, that. tips are welcome and appreciated. Or if you want to hop on the broadcast with us, talk to us about your thoughts from tonight's win, just hit that hot mic button and join the show with us. Guys, 122-114, the Bulls avenge their loss earlier in the season to the Sacramento Kings. I went back and uh, watched some some of the tape from this, pre- this previous uh, two teams matchups, and the thing that first struck me was, oh my gosh, the last time the Bulls and the Kings played was January 6th. What a dark, dark day that was. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't even know how we, like, watched a basketball game that day. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. How do we even – we should not have done anything. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I remember us coming on here being like, okay, so uh, Bulls Kings? The Capitals burning? <laughs> uh, but that was one of those events that got worse each day, like a week yeah. past, and you're like, fuck, that was bad, right? That was not bad. <laughs> like, um, in the moment, you were like, this is weird. And, and it was a tough loss. Like, the Bulls uh, had plenty of chances to win that game. De'Aaron Fox, or no, not De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald, after doing nothing all night, had a four-point play with, like, 20 seconds left that basically right. was the deciding bucket for the Kings in the win. But that game was a game in which Zach and Kobe balled out together Kobe had a career high or a season high 36. Zach had 30, 30 plus as well, but the Bulls fell short this time around. I mean, talk about an efficient night for the Bulls. They shoot 59, almost 60% from the field, 47.8% from downtown, 87% from the free throw line. And Zach freaking Levine, 38 on 15 of 20. I feel like we. Sometimes bury the Zach Levine lead because there's other stuff to talk about, but let's start there. 38 on 15 of 20, Big Day. You know, it's funny. The first thing I think about now when I think of Zach Levine is the time that we didn't even talk about Zach Levine. And John said that at the end of the show, like, we didn't even mention Zach Levine had 46 points. Like, because we're just so used to it. Like, it's just so normal to us to watch this dude be this really good on the basketball court. 15 of 20 is insane. All right? Three of six from the three-point line. That's crazy. I mean, five of five from the three. Like, we know he don't get free throw shots. We understand that. But, I mean, for people who love plus minus, he was a plus 15 out there. I don't know what that means, but it just means he was good. So, yeah, he was great. But, man, dude, it was so easy tonight. He hit the first shot of the game, and and it was easy. It was simple. And he was the best player on the court. And that feels good to say because it's been a long time for Bulls Nation where we can actually say stuff like that. Like, we have the best player on the court. I don't care who we're playing. It was hard to even – you could make arguments about that last year, who was the best player on the court. It's no argument anymore. It's Zach Mm -hmm. Levine. He's the Mm -hmm. best player on the court. And – is dictated offensively and defensively how he plays. And it just feels good to say, man, 38? Oh, it's, it's just awesome. It's awesome. Zach Levine is awesome. He's awesome. And, it, have and to it wasn't off. tonight, John, his last 10 games, Zach is averaging 33, 5.7, and 5. Is that a Bulldog stat? 
That is a Sham Sharanya stat that just came across my Twitter timeline. Sham. But I mean, and this is the last game before the coaches vote for the All Star Reserve. So clearly, Zach said he was frustrated after their nationally televised loss to Philly last night, which it was a close game. Zach still got his 30, but it was an inefficient 39 of 28. He said after the game, I'm pissed. Like, I knew I could have played better. I missed some shots I normally make. What a response, John. 15 of 20 from the field. He is he's in the zone, man. He is playing very well. He's got he's got the big mo. He's the best player. We've rarely had the best player out there. Yeah. And we do now. Yeah. And like we didn't have the best second, third, or fourth player. We had the best player. Yeah. We had the best fifth, like the fifth best player out there in the first. If you have the first, that can do a little that that's man. I we, that that is unbelievable that he that that shooting percentage what he's doing, yeah, at his position and his height. I mean, mm-hmm. and he's so guys, this is good basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and this, and, and, and great that's basketball, I, Derek. And that's why I want to tell people also because I know sometimes when players do this against lesser teams, they're like, "Yeah, he did it against a lesser team." I'm like, "But that's what you're supposed to do yeah. against lesser teams. You're supposed." Yeah. to put it on them you're supposed to impose your will you're supposed to show them that i'm the best one out here this is if you look at like great scorers and great games that they've had throughout their career and come against trash teams like when mike had 69 and 18 against cleveland Mm -hmm. they were trash like when kobe dropped 81 against the raptors they was trash you know what i mean like but you don't remember that you just remember that the fact that he did an incredible thing so this is exactly what you're supposed to do against these kind of teams. This is when you're supposed to just show out and show that I'm the best out here. And that's what Zach Levine did against Sacramento, man. Uh, Wags and Tim, appreciate the tips. Um, guys, yeah. I I have gone back and forth on Sad Young. Trade, keep, trade, keep. A million times in just like the last seven days. I initially was like, okay, simple logic. Yes, Thad is a veteran who's helping our young guys. He's not only a good veteran and leader in the locker room, but his basketball quality of play is making his young teammates better this season. And if you trade him, you lose that. But big picture, long look down the road, AK and Eversley are trying to build something new here. And any and all draft capital they can add to what they inherited, I am in favor of. If the Bulls... Bless Zach Levine's heart, and he deserves to be an all-star this season, fall short of the playoffs and head back to the lottery, I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world. So I am truly grappling right now within myself. Good idea, bad idea, as we near the trade deadline. It was interesting. In Donovan's pregame comments, we got kind of an update on that. He was asked about, well, deadline's about a month away. And he said, we haven't had any major talks yet. I know that when we get to probably about two weeks out from the trade deadline, I'm going to sit down with AK and Eversley, and we're going to try and you know make a roadmap of, of our best paths forward as far as maybe making some deals before the deadline. Where are you guys right now with the trade that, don't trade that thing? Because I am seriously so befuddled. John, what about you? Oh, John. Yeah, trade. Let the – AK is the only – AK is going to be around. You got to let him make moves. That these are jerseys, guys. And like that that is averaging like what is he averaging like 
eight, six, and seven or something. He did have eighteen tonight, and boy, did he, did. he look awesome. He's averaging, he's, he's, awesome. Averaging, he's averaging eleven, six, and four. Eleven, six, and four. Thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. He's averaging eleven points and six rebounds. I he's been our second best player. He's been a revelation. He's averaging eleven points and six rebounds. We have to like let's get freaking real here. Yeah. Let a let AK tinker because that's what we want, right? Right. We yeah. want him to work his magic. So that's how I feel. Uh, Jr. I that. think that stock is high, so sell high. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I'm okay with the trade. I, it it doesn't bother me trading that young, older veteran and. And Richard Jefferson said something on ESPN uh, yesterday where he he was not for trading Richard Jefferson, trading for uh, that young at all. Mm -hmm. He was like, you don't want to get rid of your veteran when you've got a young team like this. They got to learn from a guy like this. Completely correct. Correct. I'm not against you. Correct. You're absolutely right. They got to learn and all that other stuff. Cool. But if something comes up and I can trade a guy and get some assets, like a first-round pick. Yeah, I'm going to make that move for a team that's not 500 yet. For Two seconds. That still doesn't know who they are yet. All I know is Zach Levine is good. Mm-hmm. That's what I know for sure. Cannot do and Patrick I, Williams. I yeah. Yeah, and, Pat, and, right. and Patrick Williams will be here. Those are right. the two guys. Those are your two for sure. Patrick Williams will be here, and Zach Levine is awesome. I don't know if Kobe White's a point guard. I don't know if, if Wendell Carter is going to be healthy. I don't know if Lori Markin is going to be here. I don't know if Otto Porter Jr. is going to resign for a lesser deal. I don't know if Sato is going to come off the bench or start. It's so many questions that I have don't know that if this was a team that was solidified, I think that point is more valid because you're like, okay, bet. We know what we are. We know who can do what. We're going to try to make this run the playoffs and get to the second round. That's that's a path. We don't know that yet. We have no idea. We're just learning how to walk, man. Like, we're still learning how to walk, bro. Like, I don't think people fathom that stuff yet or they think about that yet. We're still learning how to walk. We're mm-hmm. talking – you're, you're asking running questions. Thank you. We, we, ain't, we ain't running. We walking, man. So, so when you're figuring that stuff out – yeah, if they say we want to trade him, cool. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, no, you're absolutely – I cannot agree with you more. And But, like, Chris says something. He says, I don't think that is the player to trade. Lori Otto Hutch got to go first. Like, have you seen Pawn Stars? Like, right. like yeah. you're. We, that's what you have to have good players that people want. Right. Yeah. Who, yeah. who in the that's NBA right now work. is knocking on the Bulls' door asking about Lowry, Otto, or Hutch? Yeah. Bulls fans I, I think you, that these are pieces that they can just trade and get stuff back. Lowry's mm-hmm. a restricted free agent who's always hurt and looks like he's about to be the next Davis Bertans <laughs> who's making $20 oh. million he doesn't deserve. Oh. Otto, dude's 27 and needs 18 bacchiatomies a day. Hunt, <laughs> where the hell's that guy? Who's Hunt? What? Who's Hunt? Where's Hunt? Where is Hutch? These are the pieces that Bulls fans are thinking that we can trade. Thank you, John. It's it's insane to me. The Bulls fans are like, oh yeah, just trade those garbage pieces. I, I guarantee you, there are four GMs who don't know who Hutch is. <laughs> yeah. Who don't even know? Like, oh fuck that guy. 
I mean, come on, can't we just get Otto and Hutch and Felicio and get Ben Simmons? I mean, why is this so hard? Yeah. 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 When it's a team that don't know how to run, guys, you can trade everyone. It's okay. When our second base player is 35 years old (laughs) on a two-year contract, averaging 11 points, and he – what are we holding up, uh, Jerry? It's three a.m. I'm at a cockfight. What am I? What am I doing? Tamale. What are we doing here? Like, it's true. No, it's so true. Like, and, and we like that. Like that has been great for the team. We we see it. We're not blind. If we can trade that for anything, we need to write him thank you letters. Yes, because seriously. we like him. Do you not remember last year, guys? Like when everybody in the world who was a Bulls fan was like, "Get that off of my team!" Because you didn't think he could play basketball. Shaquille Harrison played. Like, <laughs> Check. Yes. Oh my god. Regularly played like fifteen minutes a game. Yeah. He was taking his minutes. You know what I'm saying? And we know that was dope. Wayne Selden Jr. two years oh ago. Lemon was, was like Lemon a third best player. Don't you forget living, Junior. Come on, oh baby. God. Come on. Man. What are we talking about here? We know who's that. We had two is. Jakars, right? At one point. <laughs> Did we have two different people no, in Jakar? No, playing? we had two Samsons. We had two, two Samson and Brandon Samson. Brandon Samson. Dude, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, it's okay to trade that, yo. It's okay. He's averaging eleven it's okay. and six. You know, we got we got Garrett Temple. He's a veteran too. You you still got Sato. He's a veteran too. Like oh, you can Garrett still Temple. Those things, man. The devil said, "I'll let you play basketball, but you have to foul a three point shooter once again." <laughs> Dude, why doesn't Temple. he pass on fast breaks? Garrett yo, Temple the devil, can, right? Fast break. He does it more than anybody again tonight, <laughs> guys. I I mentioned at the top that this was a revenge game for the Bulls who lost to the Kings because Buddy Heald hit that four-point play. Yeah. Do you know who fouled that Buddy Heald on that four-point play? Because it was Garrett Temple. It was Garrett Temple. It was Garrett Temple again tonight. Dude, I love I love Garrett Temple. Yes. I mean, uh, Adam and Stacey were talking about him tonight a little bit on the broadcast. What as Again, one of the more underrated, uh, you know, low-key free agent signings yeah. anywhere in the league this season. Adds so much quality to smart veteran play. And like he, he had a good night tonight. He had 14 on a yes. very efficient six of nine, added chipped in four boards, an assist, a steal, two blocks, and just yes, like two plays, blocks. Play solid defense. And it's just like, yeah, okay, cool. Garrett Temple is behind Thad Young, maybe the third or fourth most important person oh, on the team right now. It is true. That's what's aggravating. It's true. What he's saying is true. He has there's truth in what he's saying. Garrett Temple is an important player on your. Oh my god, guys, we gotta relax as 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 fans. We gotta relax. I like that young. He's awesome. I like Garrett Temple. He's awesome. But if we trade him, it's okay. It's all right. You gotta trust AK and Eversley on this if they let him go, guys. Gotta trust them. Hey, Bulls fans, I'm asking you a question. Do you guys give a shit about Maxi Kleber? <laughs> do you know who he is? Yeah. Do you get you do you think about like do you think about him? Do you think like, oh, this is that's the Mavs stadium. Like <laughs> how little you think of Maxi Kleber, who's ten years younger. <laughs> no, five. Is how people like 
Mavs fans think Maxi Kleber is this like, like oh, he is this piece that people want. No one get, no one cares about this guy. <laughs> hey, you know he's fine. You know it's what like this is but, like he's your he's your guy, so you love him. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you want you want you want to get, it's a it's a it's parochial. John, as and, you have stated repeatedly as a Chicago transplant, you know, you've only been a Bulls fan for like the past 10 years since you moved y'all to Chicago. Y'all are a trip. Y'all Bulls are fans a trip. are way too obsessed with the pieces that are they, currently on their roster. They love, it is a loyalty that is unearned by the team. Mm. <laughs> mm. Trade Hutch? We can't trade Hutch. We don't even know where Hutch is. He's young Pip. We can't trade him. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, if we're going to trade him, guys, we need two first. Like they'll say something like that, and it's like what? And even looking at that Young's numbers, averaging eleven and six, like this is one of his worst seasons through his career. Like if you look at it numbers wise, I'm just talking about. If you're looking at it numbers wise, he's used to averaging like 12, 14, something like that. It's one of the worst in career, and he's looked awesome for this team, who's still not five hundred. We're still not five hundred team guys. Like that's crazy. We gotta we. It's okay to let that go. I promise you. It's okay. We feel better than our record. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's okay. uh, Chris said, draw the line in the sand. The Bulls need to develop with winning and developing a culture and attitude. There is, I get the argument from some people in the Bulls fan base who are saying, like, can we please make the playoffs? Like, Zach Levine has never been in a playoff game. Mm. He's our best player. He's about to be a first-time all-star. Let this dude play in a playoff series. Yeah. And those experiences matter for young players who are trying to develop into actual perennial contenders. And that is a step that needs to be taken. But I think any Bulls fan who does not also at the same time acknowledge that Zach needs help. Hell. Like, hey, Pete up, can you go ahead and go from being 19 and a beautiful, shiny project that we're all falling in love with to being 24 and entering your prime? In somehow only a calendar year? Great. Yeah. Then we're set. Mm-hmm. No, this team still needs help. Zach still needs help. And while you are trying to rebuild your brand, rebuild the damage that's been done to this organization's reputation, yeah. and trying to convince free agents to come play here and play with Zach, where are you going to find talent? In the draft. Dude, we. You know where we got some talent? In this Stacks 2021 draft class. We are it still, might not line up perfectly with Zach Prime, but long term, we got a new front office. I want them making as many valuable, high draft picks as possible. And I think that matters more to me than keeping Thad Young and playing as a ninth seed in the mini play in tourney thing that's now a thing. We are still a team. That's now a thing. We're, we're still a team that is dependent on Ryan Archie Diacono. Thank you. Okay, we're still dependent on him. Fifteen minutes tonight. He's he's a he's a he's a important piece. You hear what I'm saying to you? Like yeah. that's an issue. Like he should not be an important. He he's a he. I want him on the team because of the morale and, and the grit and all those things. But if you're dependent on him, it, it, no, no, it's not somebody we need to be dependent on, man. So that's what I'm saying here, guys. Like it's okay. We're all telling y'all the same thing. It's okay to give up some of your toys. It's all right to let that toy yeah. go, man. Even to though get better toys. To get better toys. Trust the front office. If that's what they want to do, don't lose your mind. 
Don't go crazy. If they want to go let ahead and work. make that trade, let them boys cook. Let them in they that kitchen and cook. They haven't cooked yet. They haven't gotten to cook. They've only done how many? They haven't done much. They haven't had the opportunity to. Dude, everything they've I, watched the, I love so far. I watched the Utah Jazz Clips game last night and was like, yeah, good game. as a Bulls and Mavs fan, and I was like, oh, these are good teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay. We have a long way to go. Like, these are too good. To, like, I, okay. Like, this is they're, this is varsity. Yeah. And, like, the Mavs have Luka. And I was like, the Mavs, oh, they're, they're not even close. Like, <laughs> like, like, Mavs usually have the best player on the court, and it's not enough. Like, oh, we have a long way to go. Long way to go. Long way, man. Uh, Burke asked a question there, Matt. You want to read that? Uh, Devil's Advocate, isn't AK supposed to be a guy to find talent later in the draft? I'm fine with trading Thad or Garrett Temple, but I wouldn't be upset with them keeping them. I mean, yes, in that, in his tenure in Denver, where he was part of the front office brain trust drafting and building that team now that you see with Jokic and all those guys, they were a team drafting in the mid to late parts of the drafts. Like he said... After the Bulls got lucky and bumped up to number four, AK is like, I've never drafted this high before. Right. So this is this is gonna be new. Right. But guess what? By all accounts, halfway through his rookie season, with a 19-year-old Patrick Williams, it didn't matter if he was drafting late or drafting early, he nailed the pick anyway. Yeah. More than half of Bulls Nation lost its goddamn mind on draft night. Who's Patrick Williams? Oh, he played a four state, but he didn't even start. Who's this kid? He sucks. And then they watched it for five games and were like, oh, he's good. So, hey, like my friend Big Dave has said repeatedly, let them cook. Let them cook, man. Let them cook. I don't care if you're talking about drafting early, drafting mid, drafting late. I want AK and Eversley making picks. Yeah. Making several of them. And what? I want Did you tell for- Picasso to not paint? <laughs> Or is it Picasso? You painted enough. Don't do Guarnica. Right. Just no. relax. Relax. <laughs> oh, Picasso, you don't need a blue period. <laughs> mm. You've done Cubism. <laughs> He's like, no, man. I thought I was blue paint. <laughs> Gentlemen, as we get out of here and uh, tell everyone to enjoy the rest of their weekends, uh, a great comment from Bulls head coach Billy Donovan post game, officially putting his stamp of approval on Zach Levine being named an all-star. He said, quote, Zach Levine deserves to be an all-star. There you go, out, Billy, Billy Donovan. Way to step up for your guy, Zach. 38 on 15 of 20. Let's just go ahead and bring it full circle. And a reminder again, 38 on 15 of 20. That's insane. Come on. That's insane. How much? And, like, don't doesn't it feel like you we bought stock early? Mm-hmm. And we're finally watching it invest. Bitcoin. Yeah. It's Bitcoin, baby. We GameStopped him. Game Zach Levine is awesome. And we've we've been lucky enough to meet him yeah. a couple of times. And he has been gracious, kind. And it is clear he loves basketball and he works his ass off. Yes. 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 Like that his work ethic seems I mean he, they used to lock him out of the gym in Minnesota. Yeah. Like and, and not just loves basketball, but truly I think has embraced being the face of this franchise right now. I I hope they hold on and, to him. And, Cowley, and I'm sorry. I hope they hold on to him. Extend him. Yeah. Cowley, I'm sorry, dude. Extend this man. He has been giving you 38 on 15 of 20 kind of performances all season long. Yeah. And he's making, what, $18 million this season? Yeah. 
there's there's been one bad contract ever, and it's Nicholas Batum. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like there are like Chris Paul. Like they got assets for Chris I, Paul. I, like, dude, 2016 Timothy Mozgov was pretty bad. I mean, 2015 Ooh. was summer of love. 2016 oh, Luol Deng was pretty bad. Wait, 2016 Joe Noah was pretty who's bad. My, who's that man in Atlanta? I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, uh, Sizemore, Bazemore. Baseball, oh, baseball, baseball, baseball. Baseball got a contract. But guess what? All those franchises are still around. Yeah. <laughs> like, true. Like, like CJ McCollum makes $150 million and no one cares. Right. He's fine. He's good. He's and, good. And Zach, really good. You know, he's good. The Bulls can sign Zach a max million. contract that's not the super duper max mm-hmm. that is going to completely hamstring them in their cap situation. Mm-hmm. They can just sign him to a max extension. That pays him Max. a fair contract Max. for what he does yes. without yes. breaking the bank and fucking up their cap. Yeah, and this that's something that apparently some Bulls fans and some Bulls beat writers can't comprehend. <laughs> so, and also, you need assets to get assets. So, like, you, 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 like it's we don't get no one again. The free agency is a mess. And hey, no one gets you know no one gets free agents. You know what's possible? Maybe, hopefully, Zach gets so freaking good. And the Bulls are flirting with being relevant again, that they convince Grandpa Jerry to go into the friggin' luxury tax and bring another star to come play here. Ooh. God. The fact that they even call it a luxury tax is like so demeaning. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't like luxury. For, perhaps a tax put onto people who own sports organizations who are in the luxurious position of having bought the majority stake of the Chicago Bulls in the early 80s for $12 million and have the majority stake of this organization that is now worth $3.2 billion. How much How much did they buy the Bulls for? Please pay the luxury tax. There, a, a few he, Jerry brought, bought his uh, controlling stake in 1984 for like $12.5 million, I want to say. Oh, are you, these, people should be, these people should be murdered. Like, truly, like... <laughs> Like, money is meaningless. Pay it. Like, if you bought something for twelve million dollars and it's worth three billion at this point, how do you? How are you not? How do you have a bad day in your life? Don't seem like he does. I, I don't know. That those and, are and those are levels and, of luxury that none of the three of us will ever. And don't know. hire guys who have DUIs. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah, I tell or, you, White or, Sox fans out there, or tell them, White Sox fan, right here. We still have. Hey. We still have right, it, baby. We we are off until Monday when the Bulls are back in no. action, taking on the Houston Rockets. Oh. Hopefully, uh, we can get ourselves another W and flirt even closer to hitting that 500 mark while we try and stay in the Eastern Conference playoff race. Again, thanks to everybody for hanging out with us. Appreciate those of you who threw us some tips tonight. As always, don't forget if you ever miss our hot mic broadcast live when they happen, you can always catch. The Bulls Outcast podcast on the Bowlaw Bulls podcast feed, wherever you get your pods, and on that Bowlaw Bulls YouTube channel. You can get the, these here video archived episodes, Bowlaw Bulls, on YouTube. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us, the Bulls Outcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. See you red. Be good. We could have done this one for two hours. Like I was, I'm, I'm so not done. 38! I'm usually done. I'm not close to done. I'm not. I I feel the same exact way. I'll see you guys.